Greetings, everyone. It is an honor to be here with you. I am Aurora, and we have a beautiful three other panelists. We might have four, we're not sure, but three other panelists here with us on this most uh, profound, profound uh, roundtable that we will be talking, uh, bridging forth, um, communicating forth. And as you've seen, the title is Restoring the Organic Timelines. The awakened that are the unawakened that are the awakened that are unawakened. Um, oh, good, Shaban is here. Beautiful. So we have everybody here now. It is um, so a little bit. I'll allow everyone just to briefly introduce themselves after I introduce myself. Um, you can just um, you know just say your name and some of the links that they are going to mention are already above below in the details, so you guys can check them out. Wow. So everything we do on this YouTube channel um, is involved with assisting the collective organically, divinely, sovereignly, all of it. So these beautiful colleagues of, of mine are here to share whatever they're meant to share, at least one um, uh, message that is meaningful for the collective. And you could also feel free to ask any questions. They are also Aura Hypnosis and Raw Reiki Practitioners Certified. So you can also find them under aurapractitioners.com where you can find your nearest practitioner or just, well, you, you can find them. You know, we can, we do this online so we could do, do it through any form online, sacredly, safe, safely. So just briefly to introduce myself, um, as I mentioned, I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing, which is a past life regression entity removal. And I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which is available under Amazon, both in Spanish and in English. You can find that under Amazon again. Um, here we go. And it is a book that will transcend your thought form, activate your heart and really help you see the perspective, you know, what we're at right now in this time and space and what, where we've been on earth. So selling the universe's history as well as the earth's history. So um, amazing for you to read that. And thank you everyone who is here in chat. Uh, we do, uh, we do have someone supervising um, the chat now, and she'll be keeping an eye out to ensure that there are no um, trollers, hateful people on there. Cause we don't consent to that. We're sovereign and we are free so we don't consent to hate therefore um just want to set that up now and um yeah you can find more information about me under risingphoenixaurora.com i'm also under patreon and um my website has uh, loads of information for you to um check out transcripts uh, all sorts of information but today um, love to allow for them to share more uh, about what messages they have for us. So thank you. Thank you, everyone who is here. These are a strong um, disclosure, strong um, information upon how to not get intertwined or weaved within the false uh, timelines. So thank you. Thank you, everyone who is here. All right, let's get started. Okay, so again, if you have questions, just write questions right before, and then we'll keep an eye out and answer your questions along the way. Thank you. Let's get started. So Minnie, you want to open it up? Tell us, um, you know, who you are, where you're located, and 
Yes, thank you everyone for being here. Love you, honor you, respect you. I'm grateful for you all. I, I'm located in Vancouver, Canada, on the West Coast, that is. Um, you can find me on angelicalchemyholistichealing.com, which is my website, as well as my YouTube channel is goes by the same name, Angelic Alchemy Holistic Healing. And I share oral sessions and I also have, um, I keep putting up videos on other messages that I receive through Akashic readings and meditations and dream time as well that go with the theme of the galactics and what is happening here for us. So I'd love to see you there if you want to subscribe. Thank you. And I'll let my other sisters talk now. Thank you. Love y'all. <laughs> Beautiful. Claire, do you want to go left? Hello, my name's Claire. Um, I am known as the Circle of Light Healer on my website. So uh, it's www.circleoflighthealer.com and also go by the same name on my YouTube channel. I am from the UK, as you can probably guess from my accent. And uh, I am Aura and Ra, uh, a practitioner. I um, I'm also just started the Akashic reading course, which I'm really enjoying. It's absolutely fabulous. Um, and I'm really excited to be here with my beautiful sisters. So. Beautiful. And then uh, perhaps uh, you can share. Um, I know, Claire, you've been doing a lot of work in, in the last year over in the UK. Maybe you can share how many sessions you've had, um, you know, just so people can understand the experience that we have, because um, we could paint a picture as far as how much how many people we've seen and how we're sharing the experience that we're about to share. So Claire, how many sessions, how many aura sessions have you done? So aura, I've done seven, yeah. 72, 72 yeah. in the last wow. year since I've been uh, uh, certified. Mm -hmm. And then raw Reiki, um, I think there's about 12 now that I've done, 12 or 13. So aura is um, a lot more popular at the minute. Um, but yeah, um, I think people are just interested in, in the full the full you know whole whole situation so yeah yeah yes yes and um i know for example you many um you you have you actually um get a lot of clients that have you know the the v you know um and uh, how many have you done in the last year sessions or so just last year auras i did 99 to 100 auras mm -hmm. and i did about 110 plus raw sessions Yes. Actually, more than that, because I do have a cash and raw together as well. So another 25, 30 oh. of those. So close to 130, 140 raw sessions. And, and what would you say the percentages that you did with people who had the V? Those have just started coming in in the last few months, you know, ever since yeah. people have started to, you know, get to know more that yeah. we can heal it. Good. And it's been, it's, it's progressing beautifully. And I'd love yeah. to share about that later when we talk about it. Yes. Good, good, good. So that they can self-heal themselves exactly. from it. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. Beautiful. In Theta Brainwave, talking to their higher self. So just making it clear we're no one's saviors. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly yes. what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. It's all about good. asking for, Perfect. you know, empowering yourselves. Absolutely. Thank you. Good, good. Thank you. I think um, it, it's just good to share because... Um, to show your experience, because every single one of those, you know, you all know it's, it's anywhere from sometimes four to six hours sometimes for you all. Um, yeah. So Paulina, tell us where you're from. Hello, greetings, everyone. So welcome to my sisters and welcome to everybody who's watching us now and who's going to watch us later on recording. 
Um, it's a joy to be here. I am originally from Poland, but I am based in London. Um, I am Aura and Ra practitioner. I finished my course last year, so I probably haven't done so many um, Auras and Ra's as um, my sisters here, but around, yes, around 20, maybe 20 Auras and Ra's. So amazing. And like, um, like Minnie mentioned, and you, um, Aurora as well, there's, there's definitely more people coming now. Um, it feels like there is some kind of awakening happening in communities and they are looking for something, not necessarily knowing what they're looking for, but they are looking for something and they are looking for healing. So that's amazing. So that's when we, that's when we come in, that's when we can step in and help those that are willing to, they are ready. Um, my website is www.unity-healing.co.uk. And you can also find me on Aura Practitioners. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here today with you and share stories. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Paulina. Thank you. And then we have our beautiful sister here, Shaban. Welcome. Good evening, everybody. Um, yes, I'm Siobhan and I am based in Limerick in Ireland. Um, so I've been qualified for just over a year and a few months now in Aura as well and Aura Reiki. Um, I also complement my sessions. I do Oracle readings, so I'm a little bit spread out over three different things. And I'm noticing that as well, sometimes with the Oracle readings, it kind of combines a bit of healing work, Reiki, uh, reading into the Akashic record a little bit. And I'm noticing that it's an opening that a lot of people will be very curious now more so to find out about Oracle readings and that uh, it's another way to discover their energy system and maybe try out Ra Reiki and, uh, and sometimes the Aura Hypnosis as well. Um, but I'm noticing that through the Oracle sessions, I get a lot of clearing work that also comes through that we would have similar in the Aura also. Um, so yeah, that's me. <laughs> beautiful. So um, this is such a beautiful roundtable um, of Divine Feminine, and uh, we're hoping to get more Divine Masculine um, this year coming up because um, very powerful year we'll, we'll be talking about in our next transmission of the rise of the Divine Masculine. So we'll be talking about that in the future. Um, so it's really important today that we communicate um, in this time and space, in this state, what we will be communicating to you to assist a collective organic timeline. So the first thing that I am going to talk about, I'll go ahead and open it up for everyone today, is I will be talking about, I was talking to um, Archangel Michael, and uh, he was showing me, he was talking to me about what happens. So what happens is that we wake up, right? We go through this huge process of awakening and we end up waking up and it is a journey just to get there, right? So in order to decide that we are going to agree to come into this inverted simulation, 
we also have to agree that we are not all of us, the majority of us actually come into a family that is um, asleep, that's inverted, that, you know, is um, part of the three dimensional, the 3D negative programming. So when we decide that, then we go through this vast process, which this is what this YouTube is about is, you know, unlocking these hidden potentials within you that are full of divinity sovereignty empowerment so what happens there is that we start um we go through the process just like everyone does and we finally shift and we awaken through um, many delaying delaying of our family delaying of um you know programming of our family all these different things um we finally reach that capacity and what he was showing me was he he was explaining to me how um this year it's important that we as especially the masculine or the feminine that have we all have masculine within us that we start uh, tapping into this because even though say we are feminine um we have this uh divine feminine uh we also have masculine within us so you know in in many forms we're source but we're also mother and father in our bodies right in our energetic fields that are infinite so then understanding that, and then he was showing me how we wake up and then what happens is that they have trappings, the Illuminati has trappings in, in many different forms. So they have them in, um, you know, conferences that are held, they have them in uh, through perspectives of spiritual people, they have them um, in the jobs, or then their friends and family. So basically, they try to put you back in into the control system in whatever form and it's like they have these all these kind of i guess you could envision them kind of like um, energetic booby traps that will try to put you further into a simulation even though you just woke up right because that's what happens you wake up and you're like what what is going on <laughs> this is this you know something's going on here <laughs> um and then you start you know going down that that whole trying to understand what is going on so um, what he showed me directly, what is, what is occurring in this time and space through the timeline is that he showed me that there is um, a vast amount of, so we're the matrix simulation, you look at it, if it's organic and you really are operating in a five dimensional vibration frequency or dimensional higher or higher. So it looks crystalline, it looks beautiful, it's lit up and you're walking this path. Then he showed me this other version where um, those who are awakened, he started saying, um, he, what he told me, he said, the awakened are, un are unawakened. And I said, what do you mean by that? Which I, I pretty much understood, but he explained it to me further. He said, the awakened are unawakened. And um, he said, this is what's going on. So he showed me like this, um, this big black magic um, cube. So in order for us to come down here, right, we agree, we know that we're going to come into this inverted simulation, then we need to figure out how to get ourselves out, right? So this cube was representing um, the collective black magic and how uh, people are being, say, um, uh, tricked or conned into walking this cube. So um, this black cube, it looks like AI and it's, it's, it keeps shifting. And then he was showing me how um, the divine father and the divine masculine energies are very important this year, um, or even going forward, 
as well as the feminine, because, you know, the feminine are a lot of destroying the falseness to birth out the organic, right? But the masculine are here to um, be that strength that um, everything that the, you see a man, a, a divine, especially a divine masculine that's awakened, he's beautiful, you know, he is uh, strong, he is uh, in, he's enlightened, he's in his heart, he also loves his feminine side. So what he showed me was that there was like this collective of, of uh, for example, Archangel Michael is the, is the first um, being that came out of source that was divine father. So that's who he is. He's divine father. He was holding this cube and he was trying to help it and shift it, but it was an immensity of souls that were trapped within it. And it was part of the inverted matrix simulation they were trapped in this cube and and he was working really hard to try to shift it but he can't he can only do so much to hold the space right to hold that love light but it's us that have to then come out of say this cube and it was it was like this collective of the world and it was those who are walking the inverted timeline and they were stuck in it and the way that they if you could envision kind of like michael or even just um, our higher selves even trying to hold this cube as well right our higher selves or our our guides our angels they're trying to hold it and they're trying to pull us out and he was trying he was holding it but it was also very hard to hold it because it could literally evaporate if you're not that strong um whoever's holding it anyway so he was holding it and then he was showing how this cube that what they would do is like they, they would put in like um these uh holograms of negative timelines so the cube say the cube is right here and then they they would run through like a like a hologram program kind of like a movie okay and then it would go through and it would so then the person would try to shift out and then here goes another hologram program for them. They try to shift out. Here goes another hologram program for them. So, for example, um, what that means. So the minute that um, I came out, we started talking about the, the first things that the angels started talking to me about my higher self as well, that um, we are here. We volunteer. We volunteer. We came into this earth to help people. Uh, remove themselves from dark aliens, negative entities, and the fact that that is the reason why we're this this earth in, is inverted. But everywhere I turned, people didn't understand. So that was that was really hard because. But then, um, especially people who perhaps are are have say a YouTube channel or have other forms where they're speaking more publicly, they they weren't within the same type of. Um, understanding and consciousness so though um and so what since they have different programs set up everywhere so you wake up and then you go into um one of the majors ones he showed me was that people don't believe that there's entities the reason why we're here is because of that so how could you not believe in that or then or there he one of the major ones he was saying is that they trick fear-based with not being fear-based he was explaining how there are entities um still very much so and this is obviously why we're in this you know you know uh coal i'll let you finish cove 
um, control because they're still here. And that's the, that's the clue that's trying to tell you that they're still here and they're going to be here. See, energetically, if they weren't here, do you really think that we would still be here? It's kind of common sense too. You see, if they were gone, we wouldn't be here. We would have ascended out. So it's like, so this is what he was showing me, like these negative programmings go into this cube. And then in order to power this black magic cube, they use all the souls that they keep entrapped in there in these false timelines. Because that they have to keep feeding them these false timelines to feed the dark, dark, dark cube that then keeps himself trapped and enslaved within it. You understand? So that is... Um, uh, the major thing that I want to talk about, because um, uh, it is hard to see the world. And sometimes, um, you know, we assist so many, assist uh, profoundly, um, infinitely so many. And the way we assist is that we help others see and sense the inversions within them and so that they can remove them so that they won't be uh, oblivious to it, gullible to it. Um, so that's what he was showing me. Um, and then he was showing me other things like other, other false timelines that they throw at these cubes that keeps these people in this dark. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, thinking that, yeah, once more entities are not real and unity consciousness, but they inverted the way they say in unity consciousness, um, tricking them to believe that they're one with everything. But then we have AI and inverted in this earth and in our universe. So you're going to become one with that. Another way that he mentioned that they do it is that they make you believe that they're not here, but they're actually hidden in all the in, in um, many human bodies. So not only are they hidden within regular people, everyday people, but they're also hidden in, in the majority of these leaders. So it's really important that you understand that energetically, if they weren't here, the dark aliens, whoever, we would have ascended out already because then we did our job already. So it's very important that we understand that if anything, Cove, you know what, um, taught us, then it taught us to realize how much, unfortunately, they are still here and how much we still need to hold our love light and stand in our sovereignty and be like, no, I know you're there. And no, you, you can't harm, you know, our families, you can't, you know, inject us with this. You can't do, you know, all these different things. You can't. That's who has this programming and they're playing it out. It's this play out and they're stuck. All these, this collective of people that don't understand this. And it's the grouping. It's not just those who, who awakened, but then ended up falling asleep again by these false timelines. It's also the, the ones that are still asleep. So important in keeping yourself awake, even when you wake up, to not be uh, used as a battery source to keep feeding this black magic. Um, and one more thing. This, this is very, very big. Michael was saying that... Um, there are different, um, if there is, uh, I guess, uh, rumors or transmissions saying that um, the galactics, whoever, whatever galactic you want to call it, have removed all negative aliens from Earth. First of all, the, the galactics, the benevolence of the galactics, if you're talking to benevolence of galactics, they would tell you that they cannot do that they can't come in and just remove because then why do we volunteer to come in 
See, we are the ones that are supposed to be doing that. So we came into these vessels to walk this earth, to incarnate and help remove, to be those bridges to remove them. So when we believe that they're all gone, which again, doesn't, does not make common sense because we would have ascended out. But when we believe that they're all gone, what happens is that we're not assisting and then we're being oblivious to the fact that they're still there. And this is why we're stuck here because we're oblivious to it. We're not understanding, or we go sometimes into the, to the ego side of spirituality where we're, we're, but I mean, it's there. You see it all in your world. I mean, those of you who have children, those of you who have loved ones, you have to wear a mask. You have to, you know, get the, you know, what into you. <laughs> um, and he was like, imagine if, if, so even though, you know, Cove, finish it, um, ha has been very oppressing, but he said, imagine if it wasn't there and how much how delayed this collective would be because it was supposed to teach you to be able to understand that they're right there hidden in sight. So the galactics can't come in and pull everyone out. You're, you're say the galactics, you're the councils, you're the benevolent beings, you're the angels. You're supposed to be pulling them out and telling them that they're not allowed here with infinite love light, with positive polarization, depends if they're in a body or if they're not, but you know, that's what our YouTube is all about. So very, very important that if you feel that you're stuck in these kind of like this cube that you can't seem to get yourself out and you're being pulled into these false timelines that you pull yourself out. And um, one more thing, he likes to joke around sometimes, but he says it's also in another inverted way is that he says that they, uh, it's the law of attraction or is really inverted. So he'll say, so he was saying, oh, what color do you want to pay, paint your house today, um, Aurora today? And, and then he said, say gray, gray. <laughs> he'll say, oh my God, I just accidentally allowed the grace to come back in. So he was trying to make fun of it, but he's, he, um, this is what he's trying to explain. <laughs> because you say that they're there or because you recognize that they are there or they're hidden inside people's bodies, that they are the host, that the person is the host to, it doesn't mean you're inviting them in. They're already here. Come on. So that's what he wanted to communicate to you all today. <laughs> so strong strong um but it's um uh, yeah he's so strong but yes yeah, so very simple all right beautiful who would like to go next Minnie, you want to go yes i could okay go ahead love yes um just adding to what aurora just shared we have sessions every day and you know it's these clients that are coming in that are actually holding forth they are standing and being that bridge for that healing for these entities to turn to light. And very shortly, I will be sharing a session where Archangel Michael is working through this beautiful client. And he literally got, I think, millions of reptilians in a symbol and turned them to light. And he said it would take about five Earth days for that to happen because it was a huge amount. And he went busting under the tunnels. And he's like, there's a reptilian. There, there. I got it. There's an archon. I got it. It's gone. He and his whole legion. And who was doing it? It was this beautiful client that stepped forward, you know, for her healing. And through her, this healing transpired. And Aura became a channel to it, basically. That's what we did 
and we do in the aura sessions. And mostly when the clients approach us for healings, it's because they've already noticed that there are entities and they're like, we've done some work, you know, I did some in my dream time, the angels pulled it out and I myself pulled out an archon from my back and it's gone, but I just, you know, feel something. So there's just so much that people are realizing and knowing that they're empowered to self-heal as well. So what I wanted to talk about today was, um, <clears throat> Very often you would have seen in the our sessions when we talk to the reptilians and help them find the light again, we ask them, do you remember what it was like to be organic? And some of them say, most of us have been born into being inorganic. Some of us remember, but very faintly. So what I want to ask today is from all of us beings that are here, do you remember what it was like to be fully organic when you didn't have any inversions in you? And how this came forward for me was through a beautiful session. Again, beautiful client. She found herself, and this session was, I think, a year and a half back. And I was wondering when I would share it because um, it's about my favorite topic, elemental beings, dragons. This beautiful client found herself as a little baby dragon living on a mountain in caves with her parents and the whole community of dragons. And at the foothill of the mountains, there were humans. And this was long back. I think she said it was Lemuria, the starting point of Lemuria. And these dragons were a part of the human community. And she said, you know, we just fly there and we are with them. And my father's sitting with them and they're all the elderly of this community. And we, the dragons are a part of their community. We're one with them. And this dragon, and I asked this baby dragon, what does your father do? And he's like, my father gives them wisdom. And, you know, the humans are listening and they're working with it. They're working together. We're having so much fun. And I said, beautiful. And then we move the scene forward. The reptilians land on that planet, on that land. And they start taking over. And the reptilians start talking to the humans and saying, oh, you know, you have a lot of chores to do. How about we give you some technology that will make, make it easy for you? And, you know, your life will get better. And the humans were like, yeah, why not? You know, we have a lot of chores. So the reptilians started giving them technology. And as they did it, this baby dragon is, you know, relaying the story. I said, what happened? And they said, as in when they started taking in more technology from the reptilians, their souls started getting darker because they started giving a part of their soul back because the reptilians wanted something in exchange. And then eventually the reptilians taught them that, to survive, they need protein for their diet. And they said, you know what? You all don't eat meat, you need to eat meat. And they taught the humans to start eating meat and they started slaughtering and killing animals. And then the animals from the forest that were actually not so much in the forest, they were with the humans then, started receding back into the forest, away from the humans, afraid of them because they were now being killed. Eventually it came to the point where these reptilians had darkened the souls of the humans so much that they had started slaughtering the dragons. The very dragons that sat with them at one point, giving them wisdom. And this baby dragon saw with their own eyes, their father, who was the elderly, being slaughtered and killed by the reptilians. And the humans were cheering it. That's how much they had changed. Eventually, this dragon was safe because he was with his uncle. They went back to their own planet, their own dimension, which was the ninth dimension back to where the dragons came from because they did not want to be here in this environment anymore. And that's where we lost them. And now coming to this year, 2022, you know, we've been doing a lot of healing for the jab, yes, but a lot of people are also self-healing from it. 
all you need to do is, you know, of course, I'm going to share my experience right now, but this does not mean that this is the only way to heal yourself. All you need to do is express to your higher self that you need a healing. You've changed your mind. You don't believe in it anymore. Heal me in my dream time. Heal me in my meditation. Heal me whenever you get an opportunity and bring back the organic in me and it shall be done because there are healing energies available on earth right now, readily available. Okay. So the session I want to share about is it just shows us how far we've come from organic to being inorganic. We know already by now, you know, you will watch Aurora's videos and many other beautiful healers that are sharing their experiences, the amount of AI and black magic that is in the job. I recently was, um, came across a beautiful nurse um, that was on the point of exiting this world, um, was very suicidal. <clears throat> this being, this beautiful soul was recommended by a friend who, you know, knew me and came forward, wanted a session immediately because it was very suicidal. And I thought, yeah, maybe I should, you know, pull this one up and do it in a day or two. And then before the oral sessions, we share a beautiful, um, you know, 13 ways to prepare for a session. That is basically a guide to what is your responsibility as a soul towards the healing, because it's you that's doing the healing. You know, we're holding space for you. When this client read it, he said, you know what? I know my situation, but this is beautiful. I want to do my groundwork and I want to do my homework. So I'm going to wait for 13 days and then I'm coming to you for a session. And so this client took that time to work on himself. And then he shared his story when he came in. Um, somewhere in his heart, despite being a nurse, he knew he was not supposed to take the jab. He knew it. So he pushed and pushed and pushed till he could. Eventually it came down to his job and they said, you're the last one, you better take it or you can leave. And he chose to take it because he wanted to keep his job. He's a nurse more than 20 years and he took it. The minute he took it, he told me all the physical reactions that he had in his body. And they were very, very, very um, dense. He could feel the density. He could feel hypertension, anxiety, sweating. And then came the time to take the second one. And he was resisting that as well. Well, finally, when he took that, he immediately lost hearing from his left ear. He had to buy a hearing aid. He started losing eyesight from his left eye. And he went into so much sweat that he said that he was at work that day and his clothes were drenched as if he had just taken a dip in the water. And so during his session, um, he found himself in a very dark space, which he explained to be like an airplane hangar where you keep the airplanes. And he said it was very dark. All he could see was the outline of his body, which was basically his soul. And he said that he could see, he said, you can imagine like in theaters, we have exit points when you're done with the movie. You need to follow the exit point to be out of there. He said that he could see those exit rows. They were in red. And they said exit in red. Okay. I later realized that those were exit points that they were showing them. You know, you've taken a job. You can end your life. You don't need this anymore. And he kept seeing it. He's like, I was like, what do you want to do with this? And he's like, I don't think I'm meant to take it. But that's the only exit point that I see. I don't see anything else. And so the process of and just to go back a little bit, we realized through the sessions um, and some of the um, clients that came forward were healers and seers themselves who took the job because some of them honestly shared that they were following leaders who said, you know, we are neutral about the V, you can take it or it's good to take it, doesn't matter, protect others. And they came under that spell and they took it, but they realized that they'd made a mistake. So it's not just me, it's not just the angels, they could see what we were clearing, right? And so their souls are taken. 
it's basically a negative contract where they're giving up their souls for this protection against the false V. And so that was his soul trapped in the dark space. And it was time for you know, the divine father and divine mother to they have to integrate the soul back into the body. But his soul refused to come back because the vessel was really dark. And he was crying so much. He didn't want anyone to touch his soul. And the only person that he allowed, the only being he allowed to hold his soul was the divine mother. We called the divine mother and he was describing it through Archangel Michael who was working as well said, the divine mother has the soul in her right palm and she's embracing him with her left. And they said, we need to clear his vessel. The soul will not enter the vessel because the soul doesn't recognize the vessel. It's just too dark. So we started clearing his body of all the black magic, although everything else that was in it. I checked a couple of times, is it time yet? They said, no, you need more work. Eventually it was time when the body became lighter, the soul was brought in by the divine mother and divine father. And oh my God, what a shift. And the mom, he cried, his soul cried on being integrated back into the body and feeling it and feeling being one with his body again. And it doesn't end there because there's much work to be done by the soul themselves. Because again, remember you're healing yourself. So you need to do your sun meditations. You need to do your, I do not consent. You need to keep clearing yourself, you know, and forgive yourself for the choice that was made. and know that that was a lesson and move on from there. So yes, that's something I wanted to share. And um, that's how far we've come, but we are on our way going back to the organic because masses and the collective are awakening. Thank you for listening in. If you have any questions, I'd love to take them and love to listen to what my sisters have to share. Love you all. Thank you, Vinny. Such a powerful share. Thank you for sharing um, this beautiful um, nurse's experience. We love him, honor him, and respect and blessings to him and for his journey. Um, amazing. And I really love how you said, um, what's the last time you remembered being organic? Mm. Yes, when you were organic, all those like clouded voices, those false voices that go in your consciousness and tell you the opposite, they, they start really fading away or you're able to tell, oh no, that's not my voice or something else. Um, it's just oh, beautifully amazing. All right. So um, who'd like to go next? Thank you, Mini. Powerful share. I can go next <laughs> if nobody else wants to speak. <laughs> um... So yes, just going back to what we already was talking about, Aurora and um, and Mini. So yes, definitely when I, I do resonate with that because I meet so many clients that actually don't realize that they have entities within them. And when they do realize, you know, we kind of explain to them, you know, whatever you are with, whatever is within you, it becomes part of you. So if you don't know that you have any entities within you or whatever negative energies you have within you, they become part of you. So you might feel like you are hearing your voices, your thoughts, but it's actually not yours because you're sharing energy with them. And when you clean yourself, when you cleanse yourself and you come to the sessions and you release, you actually realize how free you can be and you can step into your own power. And, uh, like you as well, Aurora, you were talking about the black box. I recently had, at the black cube, I recently had a um, client, actually not even for Aura, Aura, uh, Aura. Um, I was doing um, Angelic Reiki, that's something that I do as well. And I saw this black box, which I never saw before. 
and what is what was taught to me when I was communicating with the angels and the guides that actually his soul was trapped in the box. And that was someone that obviously had the V. Um, so yeah, we've been calling Archangel Helio to help us and he was able to slowly bring the soul back. But um, yes, I feel a lot of people are definitely looking for something now. And I wanted to talk today a little bit about the higher self and how we disconnect ourselves completely from our higher self, thinking that it's, you know, somewhere else, somewhere sitting on the cloud and waiting for us, you know, but it's actually within. So from my experience, when I was, when I was little, when I was a child, I always had these very strange thoughts about um, past lives, about uh, wars, um, that my parents even wasn't talking to me about. And so I didn't understand where this is coming from. Um, and I've always been playing, you know, praying to my angels and talking to God or source or whoever, you, how you want to call it, um, you know. And um, yeah, one day I was really, really um, attracted to the Egyptian as well and the cats and the Ang and all these symbols. And while I was growing up, it was really, really hard because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't understanding and I didn't have, I think it's very important when you are little to have someone to guide you. And when you have no one around you to, to talk to about those things, it's really, really hard. And you, you know, you close yourself and you don't understand all this, all these thoughts that's coming into your head, all the dreams that you have, you know, if you're very empathic or the beings that are coming in your dreams and, and you absorbing the energy of other people and you don't even know how to transmute it. Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, we, we all have it. And then we are exposed to programming. You know, we come here, we have our experience, we agree to come here, we agree to come to these families and we are having an experience, a human experience as a soul, right? And then, you know, we are exposed to programming even on a, on a TV from our parents because they give us certain, um, certain uh, beliefs, belief system that they believe in, and we carry on. And something that my husband always says, which is very interesting for me, when you put the TV on, you have channels, right? You scroll through the channels. Every channel has a program. So when you play, when you put the channel, then you have a programming, then you can program yourself with whatever they, you know, whatever they want you to be programmed with, right? <laughs> and that's how exactly how it works. So that us really realizing even that we are constantly subconsciously programmed. So we are not connecting with our higher selves. However, when we are little, we still have certain memories. We just don't know what to do with it. Um, one day I had my own aura session actually with, um, I, I had my aura session with Claire when, um, when I met with um, Archangel Metatron who showed me my life. And I had really a lot of questions about, you know, why I'm having this experience, what does it mean, why I was feeling this way when I was little. And he literally showed me, I was observing my life from above 
he showed me all the experience that I had, what was happening in my life. He was holding a big book with all these notes and I was feeling really frustrated. I was like, but if you know all this, why didn't tell me what I need to do, how I need to go about life? And he said to me, well, if I told you, if all this was given to you like a manual for your life, that you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't um, complete all your lessons and all your missions that you have to until this time. So, you know, without beating yourself up, you know, I've done this and I've done that and I went through that. Yes, we go through many things through life, but this is because this is lessons. This is lessons that we have to complete. And this, how we, we step forward and we learn and we come out, you know, on the other end stronger. Because if we, if we wouldn't learn these lessons, then we wouldn't become who we meant to become, you know. And it is hard in the human experience to understand that because sometimes it's suffering, sometimes it's pain. Yes, it's not, it's not easy. But, you know, looking back from perspective, we start to understand why all this thing happened throughout the life so we can become who we meant to be. And also I wanted to talk about the higher self. So, you know, we, we've been taught that the higher self is separate from us, but it's not, it's, it's always within and it's always there. And now you have to take the steps through healing, through removing the entities, through removing all these negative aspects that are within to be able to connect with higher self. Sometimes I have um, clients, very often I have clients that comes to me that think, well, I don't know how we're gonna do this because I, I can't connect to my higher self. And all you need to do, and I promise, all you need to do is trust and trust yourself because you can. Even if you think you can't, you can, you can. Um, recently, I had um, I had a client who um, whose high self was Archangel Michael, and um, we've been she's been trying to connect to the higher self. And at some point throughout the healing, Archangel Michael just stepped in and he said, "Just you know what? Just let me deal with it because she doesn't understand what she needs to do. She's confused and." Um, it's hard for her to, to navigate. So let me just deal with it and I'll just do the whole healing. And that was amazing and it flowed incredibly. So, you know, another, another situation where, you know, people now come for guidance and what, you know, what's so beautiful about these healings that we always get messages for our clients as well additionally. And, what I wanted to communicate with you all today, it's connecting the head space to the heart space because everything that you're gonna create in your life comes from the heart space. And everything that you will create from the heart space, it's, it's beautiful. And you know, and without pushing anything because we try to push sometimes, you know, oh, I must do this and I must do this this way. And we kind of follow a structure or a pattern and then we frustrated that this doesn't work. And when we connect to the heart space through meditation, through, you know, to, um, through um, placing our energetic boundaries, our shields, we are in that beautiful space where we can really express ourselves fully for who we are, you know? And 
yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to add to this. I probably could talk and I have some other subjects, but <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, Paulina. Thank you. Thank you, everything. Just gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Claire, you want to go? Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go next. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful subjects. Um, and I think going back to the organic timeline as well, restoring the organic timeline, I think that um, first and foremost, obviously, we restore our own um, organic timeline. I know I can remember when I was awakened or unawakened. And at that point, um, I actually felt the cycle. It was actually the winter solstice of 2020, where I felt I went over this cycle and I, I jumped onto this organic timeline. And it was that point where I listened to my heart and I followed, I found Aurora and this led me onto my organic timeline. Now I then had my, my aura session was with Minnie, the beautiful Minnie. And it was quite a long one, wasn't it Minnie? <laughs> it, was, it was about seven hours long because I had so much within me because um, they didn't want me to get onto my organic timeline that I was just so heavily infringed. And it took me a good couple of weeks to really get my head around this. But what I first, what I first had to do in order to reach out and find my organic timeline was to lose the fear. I think this is the thing, the fear. And I think this is a, what a lot of people are holding on to, uh, light workers and healers and, and all, you know, the fear of what can actually fully be, be within in the deeper layers. Um, because we all do the work on self and, and it's like a ladder, isn't it, of, of the ascension path. And we do the work on ourselves, and we get to this, the next step. And there's something stopping us from going, walking up that ladder. And at that point, we realize that it's actually what's within us. And that's when we start to actually connect and realize, actually, I have entities within me. I have artificial intelligence within me that is holding me back. And we see this um, within clients, obviously, um, uh, all the time, so much. I think out of the 72 aura sessions that I've had, there has been one person that has had nothing within them, all of the others, and they are all awakened souls. They're all awakened people. And so I think once you get to that step then and you remove what's within fully either either by you can do it yourself either by going into theta meditation having an aura and um, but once you've actually removed it and jumped onto your organic timeline um i think that's when you, you you can look back now i can look back and just see i truly know what an organic timeline is now i am fully um out i'm unplugged out of the matrix fully um and uh yeah so it's just it's just absolutely fabulous. Um, but I think that's so the first one is um, restoring your own organic timeline. Secondly, um, we also, as aura practitioners and other light workers do this, um, restore the organic timelines for Gaia, for Earth as well. We do, I know um, I do this in the physical. I know quite a few of others, of my other sisters, they all do this physical um, energy work, clearing different ley lines. We also do this within clients um, I seem to have a lot of people that come to me uh, we end up going into 
temples or stone circles and clearing black magic, clearing entity removal. So there's, there's so much to the whole of this, of, of an aura session. And then also restoring the organic timelines for the reptilians, for the other races that have been manipulated from the archons. And actually they are within people. So those that are within people, and, and, and now it's, it's beautiful to, uh, you connect to the reptilians or the other races, and they feel your heart when you say, I love you. They feel that, and they feel the pull from source like we do. And when they feel that pull, they feel that spark, and they just know instantly that, they, that, that they're safe and that they want to go. And it's such a like, beautiful experience to help these, um, these entities become positively polarized. So we're actually bringing them back onto their organic timeline also. Um, and then also for the collective, um, I think this is actually what Archangel Michael will want me to talk about um, uh, for also, um, is recently uh, no it's probably a couple of months ago now um it also involves boxes funnily enough um and arcane john michael was involved but the other organic timeline is what we work on is for the collective so what we're doing what what actually happened in this session was the client had implants within her fingers okay and these there was wires that went off from her fingers and it went up into four different boxes these were in between different universes now in between in, in the first box was a uh, michael explained how it was a really ancient box and it was full of light workers soul fractal like soul fragments that have been taken from them through all time and space now these light workers didn't know they they didn't question where their soul fractal you know they didn't kind of ask because if they would have asked their higher self or guides do i have am i fully whole do i have all of my soul fractals then perhaps they would have actually gone back to them and that's all you simply have to do is just ask for it but what we did was we connected with this box and all these um soul fragments were there we connected to the higher selves of all of the light workers um to check do they want their their soul fractal and they, they was like yes of course we do so what we did was we called in there was a whole team uh there was uh archangel michael metatron heliel there was um divine mother and father then i asked also the benevolent fire dragons and also anybody else benevolent to hear this call and then um, beings from different universes came and they all came as well to help because actually this box, this huge box was not just from earth. It was affecting the whole of the, all the different universes. And so they wanted to come and help to retrieve the soul fractals for, back for their universes. And so it was a huge effort. And we all like basically all stood around in a circle. And um, the, you know, I asked about, you know, surely the archons realize what we're doing because this is such a huge box. And they said, no, no, no. We've we've brought in extra backup and we've we've uh, we've dealt with it. <laughs> They're okay, don't worry. So we carried on and we basically brought all the souls back, all the soul fractals back to the to rightful places. And what Michael Archangel Michael explained was that um, the light workers that can now now they will be integrated. 
they can carry on their sole mission because some of them, uh, part of these soul fractals were actually part of their soul's missions within these fractals. So once they've been sent back to them, it was like another piece. Obviously, they'll have to continue to do their work, but it's just another piece that is taken back to them so that they can carry on and follow their organic timeline. And so we destroyed the box, obviously. Phoenix fired it, destroyed it all. And then we went on to three other boxes. Um, but they were smaller boxes, um, all different. But, but what I really want to talk about was this main box with the light workers, because I think because of what we're talking about, I think that's really important to explain about how the light workers themselves, which we well, the awakened. So we've got truthers, we've got light workers, healers. Um, we've got all sorts of um, different sort of categories, well, I don't say categories, but there's all sorts of different people really, isn't there? Um, and it's so important for them, like Michael and Aurora says, and, and we all agree, um, to actually face their fears and, and listen, be sovereign and listen to their self, go into their own heart space, listen to their self. And also whilst when you are listening to different channelers, listen with your heart, not your head, because I only listen, I literally only listen to um, like two, like literally a couple of people, Aurora and a, a couple of other people, that is it. And I, it's, it's all about heart discernment, follow who, who you, who you um, are drawn to and who you resonate with, because there's so much confusion out there. I get so many different friends messaging me um what you know um what do you think to this and what do you think to that and and I just say just follow your heart of what you think because it's actually really confusing you and that's the best thing to do follow your heart stop keep looking at all different channelers and, and it, it's just it's just no good follow your heart and then that's the way that you will get to your organic timeline um, and that's what I think. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Claire. What a um, profound share to share with us uh, too. Um, I want to also point out how you talked about how we're doing this, us here, right? Because we're these, truly we have, um, we're angels, we're ascended masters, we're these different beings, especially the star seats, are or coming from different versions of that have no names of different of the multitude mm -hmm. of the universe, right? And so that's why we came here. So we were supposed to start removing those safe boxes, those black mm -hmm. magic. And um we are the the warriors here. So remembering that is profound because um, no one can do that for us. So when we start thinking, say, technologies can rid cancer for us like the med beds that people talk about you're asking something else you're giving away your power your sovereignty no you can actually go in and self-heal yourself when um, you don't realize that actually you're this most powerful being that can actually go into the quantum world and multi-dimensionally connect to those cubes like you were connecting and with a team of course, a very important team, but first you have to shield because there's so much fooling with that and trickery. So you have to be very cautious, but energetically, yeah, you can, you can um, talk to your higher self 
truly who is your higher self, not someone pulling um, and, and do these things because we're meant to be shifting all those negative timelines and then not, not getting stuck in them, right? Um, so, so that's really big. So that's why they tell you that, for example, no, they're not here. <laughs> or one of the things that it's kind of like um, many of you had shared that in one of the clients uh, when you asked, are there any reptilian consciousnesses, basically pieces of reptilians hidden into the, in the client that they were all very still like, no, I'm not here. <laughs> so that when we did the body scan, they were just like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like that. It's like, no, we're not here. Uh, so yeah. Um, and I love all the different points of views that we've been sharing and how treating others with love and, and um, these other, because they're just, everyone's an expression of one another in some form. So thank you for that. And yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing, everyone, so far. And then we have a beautiful Shaban. Would you like to share with us? Thank you, Aurora. Um, my gosh, yes. I don't know how to follow that on. They're all amazing stories, and they're wonderful to hear, and they're so hope-filled and inspiring. And I think a bit of hope is what we need right now, entering into kind of I think the energy is switching over and changing a lot for us everywhere in relation to this agenda that's been rolled out at the moment and in the UK and the same here in Ireland, um, it's switching up a little bit. Um, and so there's this perceived idea that we're been giving our freedoms at the moment and people are celebrating and it's all part of this like false, the false light message the false light agenda it's all part of the story and the show and the whole lot and there's like so many elements going on at the moment and I have to say I was kind of laughing when you mentioned the story with the reptilians I mean you've got to love those reptilians they're so funny sometimes um, and when they transmute and transform over into the love light which is unique to what we do in aura and um it's truly a very amazing experience to actually experience that energetically and using all of your psychic senses when our senses are begin to develop more as we're practicing our energy work and our energy, our spiritual hygiene and our senses start to develop better. And we feel this through our aura sessions. Um, we see sometimes what is happening to this reptilian uh, energies and to feel their energy transmuting and transforming over that in itself um, is some sometimes that's the only experience I need to pull from an aura session is that alone the beauty and the love of that and the thing is is that it becomes very real and it's very tangible whereas what I'm noticing through some of my energy work sessions with people is there so much doubt out there? And this doubt is a killer. It's, it's killing that connection um, that Paulina spoke about and also uh, Claire as well, this, this connection to our higher selves. And the, when the doubt starts to sneak in, it's just that insidious sneaking in and one little thing will unravel the thread to the next doubt and the next worry. And then before we know it, we're disconnected and we're not trusting our insights and our instincts and then it's a job a piece of work for us to come back again 
And that is where um, I really want to go, I think, with my message this evening that I would like to talk a bit about. Um, it's an inside job, basically, and it's all just an inside job. And it's truly, it's about coming back to ourselves and coming home, coming home inside, coming back internally. Um, and as I think it was Paulina spoke about the heart connection, coming back into the heart, into the space within the body. And this phrase of coming home to ourselves, it's a very inspiring phrase to remember this for our own sake, because then we are not looking so much outside of ourselves, I feel, and that we, it helps us to connect us to our higher selves, to remember that our higher selves and that everything that we need is within us, our higher self is within us, and that we can bring this connection, this faith and the spirit back into our soul, to fully integrate our soul and our energy and our mind and our psyche. And that brings the remembrance and the remembrance is the most heartfelt part is to remember who we are. And that is a big part of my work and that what I have experienced in the past couple of years and that I love to bring forward for people, this remembrance of our soul and our spirit and connecting into our ancestry. And so for me, um, I will bore you to death. If you, if you end up ever having to speak to me, I will bore you to death when it comes to ancestry because the ancestry, our lineage, what's happening to us, it's all about that. It's all about our DNA. It's about who we are, truly who we are. It's about where we've come from generationally and going back through many, many generations. And I did have, it was an oracle reading. I had this beautiful experience where I connected generationally to a soul that was going back into dating into the BC time frame and this ancestor ancient ancestor was coming forward wanting to step forward to help with an ancestor in this lifetime in order to reconnect them with their dna with their family lineage and this is where the healing is occurring um, which brings me to one story in relation to generational healing with a particular aura session that i had maybe about a year ago at this stage, but I had um, a client come to me and one particular medical condition was hemochromatosis that she suffers with and suffers it um, throughout different members of the family. And it's usually handed down through the blood. So there's like a connection of this history where it's a genetic, oh, I shouldn't, okay, medically, I'm not sure if it's a genetic disorder, but it is handed down through the family. But when we went into the aura session, we discovered that this particular condition was going back five generations within the family. We discovered that I believe there was a portal energy connected to it. And we went back through the portal and it was in relation to the two families, the history of two families that had come together. And there was, conflict and war it was all connected in with the history of the land to do with the people so there was a generational conflict that was handed down and this was part of the formation of this actual condition then forming within the energy of the family bloodline and so this was handed down generationally and so many many members of the family actually suffered from this condition 
and what we managed to do in Aura was we were able to go back five generations to the beginning of it and it was all associated with the emotion of anger and generational anger that was being handed down and this was going right through the body right through the system and through Aura we managed to actually clear this condition and and clear it for the individual client for herself but also to clear the family history of this going back the generations and so that this condition wouldn't be handed down into the subsequent family members afterwards so that is the incredible experience um, that we that we get to uh, to experience in this this time that we're in and you know it's an incredible thing because compared to what what's going on around us and then we experience something like that it's you know like your mind can kind of go oh my god there's two incredibly opposing experiences and I think I will choose the better one because that definitely keeps me more connected and it connects me more to what is real um as I don't know, as an Irish person, I guess. But um, yeah, the, the, the inside job, the ancestral connection coming back into that. So there's many, many directions that we get to heal ourselves in, um, many different polarities and so many experiences and stories that I would love to, to go on about tonight, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. So thank you for that. Thank you, Siobhan. Powerful. And in case you're new to us, you don't understand what we're talking about. It's past life regression. So basically, you're laying down and it's it's like kind of like a guided meditation. And um, your higher self is doing all the work. And they're going in you in connection, but they're talking through you. They're giving you the messages You're and you're delivering them through your own vessel. So your higher self, and then sometimes they'll ask for angels or, or ascended masters or benevolent beings that you are connected with. That's who they'll ask for. And then they help you through the quantum world, basically find these inversions. And then you release them from both your physical and your energy body. Once you release that, then the body can self-heal because it's just, so, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, amazing, wow. <laughs> Uh, amazing um, shares today and um, uh, we have a couple questions I think it'd be cool if we answer a couple questions if you guys are up for it I think it'd be fun for you all to answer the questions since I'm always answering questions um, so so I'm just going to say the question and you guys can just say whoever wants to answer it um, so the question here next is um, can false light teachers be controlled by other opposition how can you discern does anyone want to answer that Claire, you going? Uh, I, well, yeah, I mean, I personally, I just literally just go with my heart and my gut because there isn't, it, it's tough to know any other way of doing it really because that's the only, for me, I think that's the only, that's how I navigate through is I connect, I connect with the, well, I, I, I sort of um, connect with the person, the teacher, you know, do they feel right to me? Are they coming from um, pure love? You know, do they send off pure love, that vibration? And I know not everybody can pick up on like the vibrations of others. I know not everybody is sort of um, 
connected yet to their um, the empath part of them um but I think everybody has that gut instinct you know um before I was uh, awakened you know we all went on our gut instinct didn't we and I think that's what we need to do if you cannot um fully um connect and, and sort of be that empath it's then to go with that gut do they feel does this energy this person's energy does this feel right to me is this something that is going to be um on my on my organic timeline or not um i think that's what i would do yes uh, beautifully said uh i've i've um, basically have honed in on how everything feels at this point how does it feel how does it feel because i mean when i close my eyes like so so something will look completely feel completely different to me than if I'm looking with my physical eyes at it. And then I close my eyes and then I can pick up. That's when all my senses activate in my third eye, which are part of sight, sensing, feeling, smell, hearing. And when I close my eyes, then I can sense the vibration of frequency that's coming out from this being. Um, but yeah, we've, we've shared also different forms on how to do that as well. Um, oh, um, the sermon on disclosure, very important video, phenomenal. And um, we talked about a different technique that you can use as well to, to be able to, but thank you, Claire, gut feeling. That's our number one. Often something doesn't feel good, but we still move, continue on with it. Why do we do that? If it doesn't feel good. Just kind of cut your cords, cut your, I'm good. Let me move on. I am uh, so strongly a sovereign being all the time where I'm like, nope, no, thank you. I'm good. Keep going. Nope. That's okay. Mm -mm. I, I, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> love you though. I love you with all that I am. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I think we all need to, to really profoundly do that. So for example, I had a session um, recently that he was a drug addict actually for an, an alcoholic for 30 years, really lived a, on the street and did things and you know that were really hard, if you could imagine being you know addicted to drugs for 30 years, right? Um, and so he ha had an aura session done with a beautiful soul actually it was um paulette uh, paulina you uh, he had a session with you and then um what happened was that um he had maintained himself cleared this, this whole time and so happens um um a couple months before we're going to have the session he he um meets up with a friend that's supposed to be very spiritually enlightened but at that point, he was a clear vessel. He was very organic and he can sense things more than he normally would be able to sense them. But he went along with it, even though his feeling was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about this, uh, you know, but and they went to the sacred site where she insisted that they were supposed to hold hands. And but his initial again, gut and feeling was like, I don't want I don't feel comfortable holding hands with her. I'm like, you know clear vessel and um but did he say no to her he did it because he didn't he didn't want to be mean he didn't want to like let her down or offend her but this this is what we go through so many different uh situations where we forget to set boundaries so if it doesn't feel right 
what we should have done is that we should have said, no, I don't want to hold hands. However, I can stand here in infinite love light of source and do what we need to do. I don't need to hold your hand to do that. You know, it's, it's, then when he had a session, of, he had all these infringements and stuff att attached to him by that friend light worker that then and, and basically uh, gave him, you know, infested him again with parasites. So, um, and it was a really important lesson for him though, because, but when then when we talked to the higher self, the higher self said he needed to go through that lesson too. So he could understand that he needs to set a boundary. So this goes to what Paulina was talking about, the different lessons of what, is, what we've been created into. So that taught him, hey, next time I'm going to say no. If it doesn't feel right, I'm not going to do it. So that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, Minnie, um, you can go. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I just, yeah. I'm going to share my own experience. You know, when I was waking up, one of the teachers that I went to, um, you know, we were practicing healing for the first time and this was in person. And one of my gifts is, and everybody, I think almost everyone that's waking up, they start feeling that they're empaths and you can feel other people's energies. And for me, I was supposed to use that as a part of my healing. So when we were doing a practice healing session, I felt everything that the person had in them. So I told my teacher, I was like, oh, you know, she's got something going on in her ankles and, you know, her joints and her hip area, you know, other, you know, places. And I could feel it. I could feel all her pain. And so, you know, I knew where to send the energy. So can we direct the energy like that? I asked her a question and she said, hmm, she said, why would you want to feel someone's pain? And I was just waking up. I was naive. And I was like, yeah, why would I want to feel someone's pain? That's all that I said to myself. And that gift shut down right then and there. This same teacher, I remember asking her because I was new, I had not met Aurora yet. You know, I actually was telling Aurora yesterday, I think the angels waited for me to meet Aurora. They kept me on awake till then. <laughs> Just kidding, but actually they did. Um, I asked her, I was like, is there any protection we need to do? Because, you know, we're touching people's energies. And, you know, she's like, no, you know, the energy of source always protects you. You don't need to do anything. And somehow it didn't sit right with me, even being a new awakened soul at that point. And I remember calling the angels and I didn't know what, what to do, how to shield myself. And all I remember is asking the angels to protect me. And I remember each time that I was in the practice session there, I would feel their wings around me. You know, I would actually feel them. Um, I think a year back, um, I was, you know, in the shower, just talking to the angels. That's a beautiful place where you can you go into theta brainwave because you're relaxed. And I said, you know, do I need to work harder to open more gifts? Is there anything else? Because I want to get stronger with healing where, you know, I'm not in doubt and, you know, the entities don't trick us. I want to be able to feel them. And as soon as I said it, they reminded me, they brought me in a flash. That point when I said, when I agreed to the teacher and I said, huh, why do I want it? And I was like, whoa, did I stop it? They were like, that's what you did. You just shut down your own gift by stating it. You went with the flow and you consented to what she said. And I said, I don't want that anymore. I did not consent to it. And boom, that same day, that gift opened up. So many times we are going to be misled. We just need to look for those little nuances, you know, what the little details of what doesn't feel right in you, you know, who is the person channeling, you know, what dimension, what sort of entity being, are they shielding themselves? Um, are they organically channeling? Are they using organic tools of the universe that we have, our source of light and our organic connections? Um, and that should answer it for you. And just feel in your heart, just like Aurora said and Claire said as well. See how it feels to you. The minute you start feeling off, you know, it's time that you question. 
And thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If I can quickly just share something. Yes, go ahead, Paulina. So I agree with everything that you said, all of you said. And um, same as you, Mini, when I was uh, going through my awakening, yeah, of course, you know, we go through different courses. We're trying to find ourselves, find what we're supposed to be doing with our gifts and how to help people. And then, yes, we, we come across certain teachers that, you know, not necessarily has the best intention or the energy is just off. And sometimes it's like coming into a house, you know, you just feel it. Like um, Claire said, you know, your, your gut instinct, it tells you, you know, something is off, something doesn't feel right. I kind of always had that with people and I can, I can feel, um, you know, when someone's off. And I remember one of my first experiences when I was going through um, healing courses and healing practice and, and learning, there was one particular teacher um, I really didn't resonate with. And one time I had to be in a class with her because um, she they they basically swap a teacher in the last minute and I was super unhappy about it and then the whole the whole three days that I spent in the class I was feeling super uncomfortable uncomfortable I feel triggered and I felt I felt literally nothing of her no like flat energy which was very weird and when I tried to approach her and ask a question she was like no, it's not this. No, no, this is still there. No, unhelpful at all. So I was like, oh, this is very interesting, you know, that you, you're trying to you're trying to learn something and you come across someone like this that is very, very close and just talking about herself, you know. So yeah, just I would say for me, so when I um when I start awakening to that again, because it's just like stages and ladder, like Claire said, it's just a ladder, step by step. And you have to go through this to understand. And when you get to a certain level, like for me, for example, when I when I found Aurora through my through my husband, I was still very in French, which I didn't realize. But this is because I've been doing all those other courses, you know, and taking the beliefs of, of the other teachings. I didn't realize how much I actually accumulate within me and I had to clear all that out. And one day I remember having um, a reading with Aurora and I was saying, you know, I went into my um, shopping mall and literally in front of me, there was like a big sign, Aurora solution. And I was like, oh, what's, what's this? And it straight away clicked in my head. I'm like, oh my God, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm just gone, I'm gone with it. I'm just gonna flow with it and see what happens. And two years later, only two years later, um, I found myself in courses and I, I couldn't be more happy because that's for me, that's where my, my real journey started. That's where I understood what I have within, what I have to work on, how to work on. And you know what, it's it's a journey. It's It never stops, you're always learning and you're always, you know, you will always bring something new forward and look look within, connect with your heart, see if it feels right. If it doesn't feel right, sometimes, you know, people ask me, but how do you know? I'm like, how about you just place your hands on your heart, close your eyes and see how it feels. You know, just say, 
you know, yes, I'm supposed to do this. If it feels heavy in your heart, don't do it. If it feels light and open, then, you know, it's it's kind of like a navigation system within your body. You can use that, you know. Um, but it's, I guess, through through your lessons, you, you're just going to know, you're just going to feel. Now, um, I'm on a priestess course with Aura, which is amazing. And that teaches you again, um, such a beautiful tools. And I feel myself growing so much that even when there is a, someone is talking on the, or there is a music that it's certain frequency that doesn't vibrate with me, I, I become, um, I start to have headaches straight away within the first two seconds. And I, I'm like, okay, off. This is off. I, I can't listen to this. It's just, you, you start um, recognizing the vibration and you just, you can't, you know, you can't hold the lower vibration anymore. So, but it's, it's constant work and shielding. Shielding is super, super important. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's, that's for me. Yes, yes, beautiful. I do everything by vibration, <laughs> everything. How, to, how is the vibration? Yeah, once you become really organic, because we work really hard every day within ourselves with the, with the elements, with the sacred alchemy that we know, with, with our higher selves and unions, we're constantly working every day to be here. Even just to be speaking to this video, we worked really hard energetically to ensure that we were the clearest, most organic self and the most beautiful versions for you to be able to communicate the love light, the infinite love that you heard, the empowerment, the sovereignty. So I wanna humbly thank everyone, all of you for being here. And uh, we're gonna be doing this every couple of months. I'm just gonna invite over some of our uh, friends, some of our colleagues from Aura, uh, Aura Hypnosis, Passive Regression and Raw Reiki. So from time to time, it will change. I thank you for um, you know doing this for the first go around. Um, such a beautiful environment of an intimate uh, roundtable to share our experiences both of ourselves and our clients thank you everyone what a honor and um joy to be here and to assist the collective in whatever way which we can whether you're here now in chats being um so in support or are here going to listen to this later um thank you i want to thank uh, claire minashki as well as shaman and um, Paulina for being here. And thank you to everyone, everyone who is looking to join us in the future as well, as we do um, host online workshops. And right now we actually have Sedona coming up. Um, love to have you there. Sedona is the most powerful sacred area as far as creational energy. If you can't go to um, Machu Picchu in uh, Peru, you can go to Sedona and tap into that uh, creational energy. Things that are stuck that you can create, it will shift your life will change once you step foot on the red orange soil of Sedona. So love to see you there. You can get more information on my website, risingphoenixaurora.com. I just, I am in love with every single one of these souls here. And I am just, uh, I just feel like this proud being of them. I am, there's no words how proud I am for them. And for you who are here to understand these teachings and for you who will come in the future, I am just in the greatest joy, and I, I guess the word is proud for you, that you've been able to understand and remove yourself from inverted, from false paradigms, false timelines, or that you will, even if you're, we're still here, right, sometimes we might get pulled in accidentally, um, but that you're here and you're understanding it, period, and um, thank you, thank you for being you. 
Um, thank you to everyone, all our clients that shared their sessions with us to be able to share the knowledge because that's what we're truly what's happening is that they're sharing their experiences, their knowledge with us. And every time they share their experiences with us, we grow. We're different. We're different in the most beautiful, profound way from every single session. We grow and level up in energies. So thank you to everyone. Um, check out their links. They're right down below. And make sure you, um, you know, subscribe to their YouTube channels or wherever they're at. Love you. Honor you. <laughs> respect you. Thank you. I love you. Love you. Love you. My infinite love to everyone. See you next time. See you next Friday. Oh, beautiful job. <laughs> beautiful, everyone. Oh, Let it there. And then I'm going to <laughs> stop recording here.